You are listening to We Woke Up Like This. I'm Reverend Joya. And I'm Reverend Celia. And we We are loyal to loving and supporting soul awakening in every human being. Hello, beautiful lights and souls. Reverend Joya here, back with Celia in the studio. Hooray! Yay! I'm so happy to be back. This is Reverend Celia. We are so excited to dive into part two, finally, of lesson six, Love Heals All Things. Have you been loving yourself so good? I'm laughing at the... (laughs) As I'm reading it, right? Love Heals All Things. And I'm just blown away how as we've been reading this book the things that we have been reading have become the work to do that's right me too we left with the last last exercise we were just looking at it about diving into we're in the primary characteristic characteristic of mastery and it's interesting that it says that it's one and it's fearlessness yeah fearlessness is the primary characteristic of mastery And mastery is not having great power to make things happen. Mastery is only the recognition that what is true is true always, and there is no other choice. I love this fearlessness. Yeah, me too. So as we've been marinating in this chapter in the last couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. and this, this is interesting that fearlessness is the primary characteristic of mastery. What is fearlessness or what have you experienced in this for you? Like, what does fearlessness mean to you? What does it look like? What's the flavor? It's, it's more of a value. Oh, say more. A few things that come forward when you ask that question. One, quality. Um, the quality of my heart. It's strength. Strength of heart. That's a quality. It is um, literally allowing myself the space to stand in what's true for me, despite what might be true for somebody else, in a way that doesn't diminish or devalue somebody else's experience. And it's, it's this cultivation of that as a practice for me that I feel has been the greatest softening. I'm going to call it a softening I don't need to be hard. I don't need to be rigid. Mm. There's, it's literally like I'm a willow and I can, I can bend and snap back. Like if I need to snap back, I can snap back. So fearlessness is soft and flexible. Fearlessness is soft and flexible. They're qualities. And like when think about like a cool breeze or like a, a light breeze that you can feel on your skin. Mm. To me, it's being able to respond like that in the most difficult I can act in the most difficult circumstance in that space. And I have. That's been my practice when I look back over the course of my life. That's beautiful. Yeah. How about for you? What does fearlessness mean for you? The way that it's arisen in this last couple of weeks has been um, this feeling of expansion and growing into the meest me I can be. And that to fear that growth or to fear change or to fear transition or to fear letting people in 
And like deeper and deeper, right? Deeper, like right? Deeper and deeper, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like mm-hmm. deeper in mm-hmm. and into like not just in on the surface, but exactly like in everything. Yeah. Like ink sink, sinking into the cracks of everything, but yeah. like letting it in, right? Yeah. And this fearlessness for me feels like really, you know, when I think of fearlessness and fearless growth and expansion for the sake of becoming all that you can become, I think of a redwood tree. Yeah. And I think of how big and how majestic and how humongous they are and how they're not in competition with the other redwood trees around them. And they're all just in like this full expression and never feel like they're too much. They're just all they can be, right? And growing and growing and growing into the full, ever, ever more, ever high, ever more wide into just being the, the most biggest tree they could be. Because that's how they were created to be. And so then it's led me to have that same quality of fearlessness in asking, what am I created to be? Who am I created to be authentically without feeling like I need to do all things? Yeah, you need to do nothing, remember? That's been a big lesson that's coming (laughs) back for me, though, is that, and just what it says right here, mastery is not having the power to make things happen. And I'm so great at making things happen that I think I've mistaken that 3D world mastery of taking mastery of situations and project management and those kinds of things. That's doing. That's doing. That's not being. It's not in mastery. No. Yeah. This allowing is mastery. Mastery is only the recognition that what is true is true always and there is no other choice. So for me, it's that what is true is true always is that I am a divine rising up of spirit expressing itself as me for a tiny little bit of while like a little firefly blip 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 beep, beep. you know that that fearlessness doesn't make any sense to not show up and be all that the creator created me to be which what i love about this topic and what you're sharing right here is um <clears throat> how many places inside of my own experience where i haven't felt safe to be in my body where i haven't felt safe in my skin where i haven't felt safe in my sex where i haven't felt safe to fully express myself in all of my views yeah because of this very topic right here mm. of what the world says is acceptable for a woman to say right like i'll put the gender in there on purpose but in at the soul level the soul has no words Exactly. It's all vibration. Exactly. It's all feeling. Yeah. Which I I just so appreciate. So when we allow ourselves to open into that context and check in moment to moment, because it is for me, it's a moment to moment experience. Like, how am I feeling in this moment? Is different than how I was feeling a moment ago, right? right. Like, yeah, like, we say present for sure. Well, in yeah. the presence, that's exactly how it goes. Yes. Like what's present right now? I yeah. love that question because it literally lands you right here. Lands yes. me right here. Yeah. And I mean, we could go down a whole def- different conversation about, well, we're, but we we're won't. not, we're not <laughs> going to, but yeah, but we could, and that might be a conversation for a YouTube channel, a YouTube video about oh, yes. um, create talking about the the proper use of the senses in staying in the present moment Mm. and how to use them as information when you're higher vibrational. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I do too. That's a good, that's a good one. Wow. But this, this, um, even just this first paragraph has definitely been working me, especially this part, right? Where we said this affirmation, this prayer formation from this moment on, I will no longer tolerate. And we said tolerate is allow. That's right. Error in myself. Yes. So that means I'm checking myself all the time. 
literally being present in the moment. What am I saying? How am I saying it? Choosing my words, like literally being very conscious of the words that I'm choosing to speak and paying attention when people are speaking to me. Yeah. And asking clarifying questions as it's happening. It is a refinement yes, of attention and attunement to what is in the present moment. And I love that we both learned that through USM, that perception checking, right? I'm like, okay, this is what I'm, this is what I'm perceiving. Is this correct? Yeah. Well, and how about the other part is the um, checking other people's projections, right? That like, too. Because those happen unconsciously sometimes. Right. And without right. that, on a, because the body is the way the body is, people can speak things onto you. Yeah. People can speak things onto me. And so if I'm not paying attention to what is being spoken, I might be making unspoken agreements mm. mm-hmm. unconsciously. Well, and especially if we're not stepping, like you just said in the beginning of this, in that fearlessness of, of speaking up about what's true for you and yeah. not agreeing to keep the peace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and to challenge. We. I mean, for me, I'm here to challenge a lot of things that have been put forth into the world in a loving way. Like, hey, guess what? That's actually not true for me. That's not my experience. That's not my experience. And it's okay to say it's not your experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're not agreeing with it. I am so not in agreement with so many things right now. Right. And I love that. And I'm I'm also not buying into the fear that I have to be afraid that I... Because the fear, right? Yeah, like fearlessness. Buying yeah. into the fear that I have to be afraid of all of the things that I mentioned moments ago. Right. My body, because I understand that all of this physicality is actually not me. Mm-mm. It's not me. It's yeah. just my meat suit. It is. And I really like it, P.S. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> My soul self really likes my body. Your, your, your meat suit is juicy. It's a juicy meat suit. <laughs> but I love this part. So this is really interesting when I'm reading this other part, too. I am committed to being only the presence of love, for that is the truth of who I am. Yes. The commitment. And yeah. um, when I've been working on, you know, in this last couple of weeks, being worked with this, and I'm going to say being worked with this, because yeah. we did on, you know, on our podcast and then in our private practices – make these commitments and and daily it's a commitment and you know i really saw this process of deciding and when you decide you cut off right so yeah. i'm deciding what i'm going to what i'm going to be i'm committing to that and then i'm going to practice being it and then all of a sudden you are, you are it. it yeah and that's how it works it's decide practice become decide practice become and this is the whole process of growth Right. So even if it's a plant, it's like it's making a decision and intention. I'm going to grow my next little branch. Then grow the branch. There it is. Now it's there and it's got to do it again. So it's like this process of continual regeneration as we grow. And And these asks I'm finding, and maybe this is where the fearlessness comes in. I'm finding that the asks of spirit become bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Well, it's infinite. We can ask for whatever we want. Because it's available. <laughs> and do you know what I mean? Do you get to hear that? I do. I so have it. I mean, we're asking the universe for some really magical, big, juicy stuff yeah. with Vibrazor. Yes. And yes. just in at the personal level of like the heart's desire, you know, that wants to live through us. Totally. Like, that's, that's the magic. And I think it's so fascinating that between you and I and doing this work together that... With especially with Vibrazor and having this project, 
and this vision. It's not even a project. It's not, it's I was going to say, wait, that's not a project. It's, I well, don't agree to project. There's project management <laughs> that comes along with the vision that have to be yes. done in the real world. We have 3D things we have to manifest and do. Yes. But there's also so much of it that is not in our control. So much. So much of it. And we don't I, know who's coming. We have no idea. And I'm so excited to receive them. I'm very excited. And what I find, I think that the deeper work for me, though, has been the... Um, the energy of letting go. Mm, yes, the surrender. The surrender. It's so That's gorgeous. where spirit has been working me. And this fearlessness and this trust. It's like, yeah. do you trust me or not? I gave you this vision. This wasn't your idea. Yeah. Right? And for me, it's just to stand and be upright and hold. Like, I know. <laughs> Woo, here I am with my flag. Oh, my gosh. So it's been, it's been an interesting And to watch. Growth. Yeah. Yeah. It's been an interesting growth process for me, for it's sure. It's been beautiful to witness. And I just, I I feel that's part of it, right? We're each other's witness. Yeah, totally. Yes. Totally. So gorgeous. Uh, well, I can't wait to find out what we're going to read next and what is going to unfold for Ooh. us over the next week. And hopefully for you too, dear listeners, if you're reading along. And um, we hope you have the book, The Way of Mastery. You can get it from... Uh, Shanti Cristo Foundation, S H A N T I C H R I S T O, Shanti Cristo Foundation. And it's never too late to just pick up the book wherever you are, no. wherever we are in the book, because no. the way is the way, as our friend likes to say. Yes. And you and could we, literally read one sentence on one page and it changes everything. And have it rock your whole world. Exactly. So gorgeous. Yeah. And we also invite you to get a pen and a paper or your journal or whatever your um, practice might be in and, in and around writing things down just so that you're prepared to have that divine moment where something lands for you and it's able to flower. Mm, yeah. When you have those those divine aha moments uh-huh. that spark an idea. Yeah. Make note of those because... Ideas are the currency of the universe. Yeah. Beautiful. That's what ideas are. And they land on the proper receiver. That's right. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So fascinating. So we're beginning on page 78, uh, the second half of lesson six, which is love heals all things. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Love. And how many ways have you sought it? Can you count the ways? Hmm. Would you dare to try to count each each little pebble of sand on the beaches of your planet? For rest assured, each and every soul has already tried to seek out love in that many ways, if not more. You have sought... You have sought it in a million forms in which you already knew that you could not find it, all because you wanted to perpetuate the insane attempt to try to separate yourself from God. And that is a little, and that is as futile as a sunbeam trying to separate itself from the sun. Indeed, beloved friends, there is only one question you need answer. What am I choosing in this moment? And there we are back at the present moment. And there we are. I'd like to pause here for a moment. And, you know, um, I think it's Viktor Frankl who has that saying that there's a space between where you get to choose. Yes. It's like, I know I'm It's one of my favorite that. quotes. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. We have a moment to decide what we're going to choose in the moment. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so like when people get angry or they're in their upset or whatever happens to be going on, we can either stay with that sensation and that feeling and ride it with them and feel it, feel it through us. Or we can come into like the place where we get, um, what's that? Like defensive, mm. right? And, but that doesn't allow for the softening. So it's just beautiful to be in notice of what that, what the possibility is in response. Yeah. And I really appreciate that because we don't get to have a say over what everybody else is doing outside of us. And if we're trying to control the world and ourselves by experiences outside of us, we're going to be miserable people. Exactly. We only have control over our own self and our own experience. So this is why the present moment is so important inside of us. Yes, yes. Yes. And cultivating mindfulness, mindfulness, mindful awareness is like, it's the Mm. key to be able to notice and like, and that the very act of, even if you do slip and you start to go into reaction, but you notice it and you stop it and you shut your mouth and you take a breath you have just changed your whole experience and the whole dynamic. And the physiology of your own body. If you choose to breathe into the space, you create more space. Exactly. Yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, it's really powerful. It is. What have I given mastery over my life unto? What perceptions, what thought, what feeling? Since feeling merely flows from the thought or the perception you have chosen. What behavior... What action am I choosing in this moment? And does it express the reality of my beingness? Mm. Ooh, that's a powerful what question. What action am I choosing? Mm-hmm. And does it express the reality of my beingness? That's beautiful. Am I being busy extending love? Or am I busying myself fearfully trying to grasp at what I think can give me love so that I don't lose it? Look well then upon your parents and your siblings and your mates and your friends. Not one of them, not one of them holds the power to bring love to you. So what are you trying to get from them? Why do you ever insist that another ought to be conformed to what you believe you need? It is futile, 100%, absolutely, positively futile to seek love in relationship with anything or anyone. That's a big old boom, and that's going to ruffle some feathers right there. That's okay. We're here to ruffle it and challenge it. And here's the thing. like From my own experience, I've lived this. I don't don't need somebody to love me because I love myself. And we have had this talk way back before we started this podcast. I was like, Joya, I love you. And you know what you said to me? I'll never forget it. What did I say? You said, well... You love me because you love yourself. <laughs> I did. That's what that you sounds, said. Sounds like something I would say. That's what you said. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And then it's like mm. you have deep, immense love for yourself. You have deep, immense love for others. That's and totally this is like true. there is no other because we're all the same thing. That's exactly it. That's so exactly beautiful. it. Otherwise, if you're loving somebody for it, and you don't love yourself, it's right. coming with an expectation. Of, oh, it's so sticky. And it's yucky. so sticky. Yeah. 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 This is what love. I need from you. This is what I need from you to make me feel like a better person. Well, and it's okay person. to say that. Like, you can, yeah. like, be that authentic with the declaration of, like, 
Yeah, I th- personally I find that to be very beautiful because I do it's too. superhuman. But most of it's unconscious. But if it's indeed. But if you are honest with somebody and you just say, "This is what I really, really want and desire and need." Yeah, and then you're speaking the whole truth. Then but, I'm speaking the whole truth if I'm willing to do that. And then also being okay if they say, "No, I don't want to do that." Well, and that's the practice right there. Mm-hmm. And then if they get triggered, just let it be triggered. Yeah, because that's not about me. Or you. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. It's deep. Yeah. It's so deep. It really is. Wow. We'll read that last sentence. A uh, last. It is futile, 100%, absolutely, positively futile to seek love in relationship with anything or anyone. It is, however, quite appropriate to extend love in each relationship with everyone and everything. But the extension of that love requires that you have awakened to the truth that the only relationship that truly holds value is the relationship between you and as the soul and the Father or God as your creator. Imagine a light bulb in one of your fixtures that looks out from its little filament and says, hmm, Well, I hope the person that just walked in the door is the right one. If I could just reach out and grab them, maybe my own light would come on. Oh, wow. Right? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is that light bulb. Hey, you turned me on. You turned me on. You turned me on. This is so juicy. We're going to have to put a pin and you turn me on. And we're going to have this conversation. You know the one. Dang. Right? Wait, yeah. I'm gonna put a little note right here. Right. I'm gonna write mm-hmm. you turn me on. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I that is such a brilliant um correlation that you just made right there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Isn't it a lot easier to simply take the cord and plug and plug it into the right socket? How many times are you going to insist on trying to plug your cord into the wrong socket? Well, that one didn't work. I'll try this body, I'll try this person. I'll try this career, not getting very much juice from it either. Oh, well, there was a little juice. (laughs) And then you get angry because it's not giving you enough juice or it's giving you enough juice yesterday, but not today. So it must be its fault. There is only one little tiny socket into which you can plug your cord. It's the only one that it fits in and it's only socket wired to bring you the flowing and living waters of grace. There is one little tiny socket into which you can plug your cord. It's the only one that it fits in. And it's the only socket wired to bring you the flowing and living waters of grace. And that socket dwells within your heart, not the physical heart, but that which is symbolized by the, by the physical heart the core of your very being. But how many times in each day do you check to see that the cord is still plugged in? How many times do you remember to ask yourself, is my commitment to love or is my commitment to fear? Fear is the act of disconnecting your cord from the only socket that can truly satisfy you and running about trying to plug into somebody else's or something else's. And I would ask you to consider this one question as you look upon the whole of your experience. Has it ever worked? Can it ever work? Wow. 
No. No, it cannot. It cannot. And I love that this, the core, symbolized by the physical heart, the core of your being. Yeah. And feeling that you're still plugged in. And that in that moment, what am I choosing in this moment? Is my commitment to love or my commitment to fear? Yeah. And you know that by what you're doing. The results. Yeah. That's right. That's beautiful. It's really beautiful. I feel very moved. This book is really profound. It is. Imagine trying to hold flowing water in the palm of your hand by squeezing the fingers together. How much are you left with? Doesn't it just run through the fingers no matter how hard you try? It finds the little holes and it flows away. You open your hand and there is not enough left there to wet the tongue. Yet each time you have looked upon another, whether parent or sibling or friend or mate or teacher or whatever you have every time you've looked upon a physical object and tried to plug into that socket to get the juice you believe you need, that's what you're doing. And you literally end up squeezing the life out of the relationship itself. But in truth, when you seek first the kingdom and plug that cord into the socket within your heart, when you remember that you and your father are one, that only love is real, that nothing else matters, and what you're feeling that might be speaking to you saying, but, 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 is nothing more than the echo of an old habit. And that habit cannot live unless you feed it. Ooh, boy, isn't that the truth? That's a juicy tidbit. That's right. Habits cannot live unless you feed them. That's right. That is 100% true. From my experience, I experienced the same thing. And we go on autopilot and we just let these habits override. I have gone on autopilot and override. Yeah, that's right. Me too. Me too. And, you know, I still do sometimes, except now I catch it. Right. And the I awareness as the awareness comes online, right? Like yeah. there's that fi- refining happening in that, in that. Yes. Yes. And just allowing ourselves to open, not finding ourselves wrong, mm. just noticing the behavior and then making the next right choice. And I have been this person who squeezed the life out of a relationship. Needing, Hello. Needing to make me feel whole when yeah. that wasn't like nobody could ever do that. No. Ever. It's so freaking fascinating. And that it feels like, and this is so true, like when returning to the kingdom, and this has taken me a long time to get to this place, I have to say, and understanding what that means and what that feels like and what that being plugged in feels like. And it feels so good. I know. Isn't it so good? It's so fun and so beautiful. And, and so, we're living it's so it. warm and it's yeah. so expansive and it's so relaxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find it to be very relaxing to not Well, you run your energy differently when when you're there. Yeah. In that space. Like for me, time slows down. Me too. Things get quieter. Yeah. There's a stillness that's present. How do you have it? Agree. Yeah, time slows down. Yeah. It's I don't have to rush to get anywhere either. Mm-mm. No, no, I'm still on time and I still get things done, but it just feels very spacious in the yeah. doing of things. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Me too. Therefore, feed the only habit that matters, the habit of remembering that the truth is true always, regardless of what is passing before your physical eyes and therefore before your mind. In all comings and goings, in all births and deaths, in all arising and passing away of universe after universe after universe, in the midst of a flat tire or a sudden rainstorm, nothing, nothing holds value except your relationship 
with your creator. When you have experienced in relationship with anyone or anything, a moment of bliss, a moment of a peace that forever passes all understanding, a moment of fulfillment so sweet and so sublime that no word can touch it, much less express it. What you have experienced is only the flow of the love of God through you. It was not caused by that person or thing. It was caused because, for just a moment, you stepped out of your drama, you stepped out of your dream, and allowed the truth to be lived. You know, I have this very visceral memory that stays with me, and it feels like while it was happening in the moment, I felt like time was frozen, and I felt like my mind and my body were like a camera taking a picture of a moment really mm-hmm. intensely. And that moment was standing in my little art room I had, and Weston, my son, was a baby. He was a tiny baby. I think he was like two weeks old. And I wrapped him. I had him. Um, car- I carried him in this little uh, a papoose. Yeah, like a little uh, uh, wrap. It was called a, a rockin' mama baby sling. So I had him in this baby <laughs> sling, and I carried him everywhere. But I just remember this particular moment. I had a paintbrush in my hand, and I was painting. And I just looked down, and I could feel his warm body, and he was asleep, and he was just snuggled up to me. And, like, even right now, I could smell Mm -hmm. his baby smell. Like, that moment is so visceral. And so when I read this, like, that moment of bliss like that, where it was just such such an intense moment that was captured in my, not just my memory in my head, but, like, bodily yeah you locked it in yeah so gorgeous i know exactly what you're talking you about you do yes i oh. do i do so my question is oh is that feeling that much of openness yes a uh, way that we can be lived that we can be lived we can be lived yes yes yeah i worded it like that on yeah. Purpose. yeah yeah i got that yes yeah. and that's so i i really appreciate what you're bringing up right now I agree with that, that it is a way that we are lived and experience. We experience ourselves like that, and it can happen anywhere. I mean, it's so fascinating. And I do believe, I personally, this is my personal viewpoint, like um, when I live with my heart wide open, more and more of that comes to me. Mm. more and more of that comes to me and it's like I'm being it's being lived through me yeah it's 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 like this deep feeling of the preciousness of every moment and it makes me cry I know when you I cry all the time I know I I can't help myself I do too it's this intense profound beauty flowing out yeah it's just like wow oh and then I have it as super intense joy yeah, and it is. It's yeah. just like it's it's all of it. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. So beautiful. And it's li- and it, and it is like that experience of it's living you. Yes, that's exactly how I have it too. Wow. So beautiful. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I just I loved that when I read that. Mm. Then of course you tricked yourself. God, that was so sweet. That was the best thing I've ever tasted. It must have come from you. Get over here. I need you. If you ever believe you need anything or anyone, rest assured, in that moment, you are living in delusion. Beautiful. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) 
It's not that hot guy. It's not that yummy, delicious dessert. It's not that view. It's not that wine. It's not that outfit. It's, it's not, not that, that shoe. It's not any of it. Yeah. <laughs> love is all you need. All you need is love. Love fulfills all things. Love embraces all things. Love heals all things. And love transforms all things. Therefore, indeed, remember well. You and you alone can become the cause, if you will, of your fulfillment, of your peace, of your completion of time. And this requires that you do nothing save remember to establish the connection with your Creator. Is it not true that what you desire most of all is love? It is not true that you try or you at least hope that each relationship, no matter how short, no matter what its form, that each journey, that each undertaking will allow you to experience of peace? Is it not true that you would find yourself in and as a body temporarily in time? Is it not true that the grandest of experiences you've known have been those that seem to flood the very cells of your body with love? with a sublime bliss and a peace, accept that truth, that what you desire beyond all things is the living experience of love, which is what we just said. Yeah. Then remember that nothing you do can bring love to you. Nothing you do can keep love Nothing you do can keep love for yourself in a form of your choosing. What? Nothing you nothing you do can keep love for yourself in a form of your choosing. So meaning you can't make something an idol. Oh, that's an idol. It's an idol. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. Thank you for that. An idol for love, yeah. Nothing you do... Nothing you do can make love appear in the form of your insistence. Wow. So everybody who's trying to manipulate somebody into loving you, knock it off. Yeah, love yourself. Yeah. I think that's all I hear when I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're, you're the one. Yeah. Better go love yourself. Yeah. Relationships are a trip. They are a trip. But releasing the drama, releasing the dream... Choosing to remember the truth that is true always, returning to the kingdom within even prior to every breath, and reminding yourself and saying to your creator, I want only that which is true always. Love is what I want. Love is what you are. Love is what I receive. Love is who I am. I and my Father are one. Here and here alone do you discover what you seek, and then you become free to walk this earth, to be in it, but not of it at all. And though your friends will look upon you and still see a man or a woman who seems to act much like themselves, and yet, though they see it not, Christ dwells with them, and something in them keeps attracting attracting them to you. They are not sure what it is. The shape of your body Hmm, the radiance of your eyes. It's not these things. They feel the quality of love. 
Can you imagine walking upon this earth, this very planet upon which you find yourself, and no matter where you are, feeling as though every wisp of cloud and every blade of grass and all good things under heaven and earth were already residing with with you within this sphere of your countenance? Can you imagine walking upon this earth and sensing that the light from the farthest of stars that shines during the night is already within you? that the whole of creation was held in the palms of your hands? Would there be room yet to conceive yourself that there is something you lack, something you need, that the restlessness you feel must be valid? In truth, you are like one who has been given a perfect treasure, a priceless jewel, and you have placed it in your pocket and forgotten that you possess it. So you run around trying to look into everybody else's pocket. And you've tried to seduce certain ones to surrender so that you can own the clothing and therefore try to possess the jewel that you hope is in their pocket. But the great truth is that you cannot possess love until you set it free. You cannot move into holy relationship with anyone or anything until you give up all trace of need to possess it. When you only desire love, you will be willing to set anyone free to support them in their own journey, no matter what it is or what it takes. And yet you will never feel your love waver. That's true. That's what being a mother is all about right there. And even friends and even I was going to say relationships. Than, yeah. And, like that. it's everything. It's just like release it with love. It doesn't yeah, have to be nasty. Love, people you really love who yeah. are going to take their own journey and you're like, okay. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt sometimes, but yeah. that's attachment, right? That's attachment. Like, it's like coming into like the unattachment and just yeah. noticing. And and it can hurt. If a twinge of sadness arises because you recognize that two bodies in space are now going to go separate parts of the planet, as that twinge arises, you'll recognize it as the effect of a mistaken perception. Mm-hmm. And you will move within to the place in which all minds are joined. And you will remember that your fulfillment does not rest in gaining love from another, but in giving love to everyone. That's right. If indeed you would know the truth that sets you free, heed each and every word that is being shared. And if you would taste the sweet of nectar of perfect freedom, be you therefore committed to replacing every erroneous perception you've ever made and every thought you've ever held of everyone and everything to set these things aside and commit to the fullness of your energy, to the simple but vigilant practice of remembering the truth even prior to every breath. I live, yet not I, but Christ dwells in me. Therefore, I submit and surrender to the truth that is always true. For my fulfillment comes only from allowing Christ to be given to the world. And so you see, the truth is very simple. It's not complex at all. Get out of the way. Let love live through you. And all of a sudden, you will know that indeed, you are given all good things eternally. You will know what grace, that grace is reality. You will know that effortlessness is the way of life in the kingdom. But effortlessness does not mean that you do not feel For you are in a dimension of feeling. Effortlessness does not mean that you do not discover, that you do not deepen your ability to be the living embodiment of love. 
It does not mean that you do not challenge yourself to learn to express love in a way that can be heard by another. Effortless means Effortlessness means simply that you abandon the resistance to what love requires in each moment. Effortlessness is the way of the kingdom. In the world, effortlessness means that you let down the wall you have built between yourself and all of creation. You no longer resist the lived experience of relationship, whatever it is. Relationship with a cloud, relationship with another person, relationship with a dog or a cat, relationship with what you call this, your April 15th when you write your grand government a check. Hmm. Why do you not wrap it with what you call your Christmas paper and your ribbons and send it with love? (laughs) When you've learned to release the barriers, the walls between yourself and whatever is in front of you, when you open the door to what many of you would call your chakras and simply allow love to be lived through you, when you look upon another or another situation or another thing and realize that nothing in this world has the power to hurt you, Nothing in this world has the power to take anything from you. If you remember to extend love, then you are free. And you've transcended birth and death. The seeker is no more, and only Christ walks this earth. Feels good, doesn't it? It does feel good, and and it's honestly something I'm just beginning to taste. Mm -hmm. This feeling of effortlessness and being love and keeping my mind, my thoughts occupied on Christ consciousness all the time. Yeah. I get that. Feeling is the doorway to love and freedom. If your commitment is indeed to look within and discover each and every obstacle you have ever created to the presence of love, why do you resist feeling those feelings? For well has it been said to you, that on just the other side of every on just the other side of the very love you seek deny then not the role of feeling in this dimension for feeling is everything you can't even know the presence of god unless you feel it you can't think about the presence of god you can't insist on the belief about the presence of god that doesn't do it that doesn't fill your cup Feeling feels your cup. Feeling, unbridled, unblocked, unobstructed feeling is the doorway to the love that sets you free. Therefore, when when you say, I don't want to feel this, rest assured of what you're truly saying. Yes, yes, the doorway to the kingdom of heaven is right in front of me. But if you think I'm going to open it, You're crazy. It's not worth it anyway. It is protecting the substitute I have made. I have called it the ego, the false self. What I once described to you as a gnat shouting at space that, oh, that's what I'm committed to. And I'm going to protect this thing. Give up heaven to protect this useless little thing. Oh, yes. You'd better believe I'd be willing to make that sacrifice. What's heaven anyway? A bunch of love stuff? Hmm. A bunch of people running around in bliss, some of them without bodies, hanging out in unlimitedness, fearlessness, utter fulfillment? Who needs it? Oh, but 
It's just a little gnat, this little gnat of mine. Oh, I'm going to make it shine. Hmm. <laughs> there's so much wisdom to look at in your fam, and there's so much wisdom to look at in your funny little sayings and music and things. How many times have you tried to make that little gnat shine? Hmm. <laughs> Everybody notice it's shining. Please notice how great I am. <laughs> I'm making my gnat shine. Hmm. Listen, listen to my whining, to my complaining, and my pardon, and my pardon the expression. What are you, what you call the bitching, the lamenting, the great sadness? Oh, how grand my gnat is. There are so many ways to cry out for help. So many. And are we listening? And this is, remember in the other chapter, it said everything's either an expression of love or, or a cry, cry for, for help. help. I do remember. And all of this natness, <gasps> it's yeah. a cry for help and healing. Yeah. But if a person, and then this is where the balance comes in, right? That it's like, we all each have to take personal responsibility for mm-hmm. our our own inner nat. <laughs> yeah. And if we're just... Inner nat. The inner Get nat. It? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we're not... In a place, like some people aren't in a place to even recognize that that's what they're doing. They don't see it. They're just busy being a gnat. They're like <laughs> being a gnat. Whether it's puffing up, being a gnat, right. right? That's like, Defense. check me out. Yeah. Check me out. Puff, I'm so puff. awesome. Yeah. Puff, puff. Or there's the gnat that's just like, oh, everything is awful. Everything sucks. Or there's the gnat that's, oh, I'm just a tough guy. I'm going to kill everybody. Yeah. Like there's all these different projections and ways of mm. acting this out. And but that it's is all it. the same thing. It's the drama. It's the drama. It is. And or to, to cry for help. And to cry for help. So then this is, and I'm sure that this will address it because that's my curiosity is when you're a person who sees it and you're the, and you're the extension of love. Yeah. You're also the extension of love with boundaries. Well, boundaries aren't barriers. You, the way I have that is that like, you're open. I'm open. And I can see everything that's happening the way it's unfolding, right? And somebody asks me something and I tell them what I, if they're asking me my opinion, whatever, and I give them my truth, right? What's true for me, but they don't accept it. I've done my part. I've given them the information. They get to have it and they get the dignity of their experience, whatever that might be. That's not, it's not for me to worry about. I love and that I boundaries. I love them anyway. Yeah, I was just going to say, I love that boundaries aren't barriers. That's beautiful. Mary said that. Mary Holnick. Oh, Dr. Mary Holnick said that. Oh yes. Because you yeah. can't, because when someone does realize, oh, I'm being a gnat, and then they come and say, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Yeah. I didn't realize what I was doing. Yeah. Then there's forgiveness available, right? And yeah. it's like they're making their declaration to you, and we're at choice. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it really is. Meanwhile, the love of God flows through the multitude of universes and creates forever even new universes. Quantum. The quantum. quantum. There we are. Here we are. We have just quantumized it. There we go. I don't even think that's a word, but I'm making it it up. (laughs) (laughs) And the love of God doesn't even notice the gnat at all. No one is paying any attention. Your friends around you don't want to pay attention, although sometimes you corner them 
and they have no choice. But those of us without bodies, do you really actually think we waste our precious eternity taking your attempts to make the gnat shiny seriously? (laughs) Indeed, because we love you. We give you the space and we honor your free will to be as little and as miserable as you wish. The dignity of the process. Wow. But those words right there, yeah. that's like you can be as, as little, little and miserable, miserable as you, you wish want because yeah. you're choosing it. Yeah. A choice, right? Yes. So fascinating. And we will wait until you choose to come once again into the greatness in which you truly reside. We never withdraw our love from you. We simply look through your storyline because of what we wish to love is the Christ that dwells within you. Beautiful. What calendar day and hour will you decide to love yourself as the Father has first loved you? To truly, to truly, and once and for all, make the decision to live. For until you decide with and for and forever from the mind of Christ, Life has not yet begun. Oh, my God. That's a bit of a blow, isn't it? (laughs) I'm reading. (laughs) Let's clarify. This is the next page. Uh Oh, my God. That's a bit of a blow, isn't it? Look at all the experiences I've had, Yeshua. How can you tell me I haven't lived? Why, there was this drama, and there was that drama, and there was that drama over there. Don't you remember 17 lifetimes ago I did this, and then I did that? I struggled through that one, and I've struggled through this one. I have lived. No, you have dreamed. Do you awaken in the morning and realize that you've had a whole night of dreams of receiving ribbons and trophies and what have you from the world, and then say, that was very real. The trophies must be out sitting on my kitchen table. When you awaken and sit up and put your feet on the ground, you go, ah, shake my head a little. I was just dreaming. While you dreamt it felt real enough. And that's the quality I'm speaking to here. And if you wish to take this as an affront, it's perfectly okay. It won't disturb my peace at all. Until you finally decide to come into life as the presence of Christ, as the presence of love, to own each moment of your experience as wholly self-created. For no other reason than that you have chosen it from the perfect and infinite freedom of your unlimited beingness. When you look upon all things without judgment through the eyes of forgiveness, when you decide to embody only the reality of love, no matter what anybody else is doing, that is when life begins. As of this date on your calendar, where there have only been a handful of beings who have truly lived upon this plane, a very small handful There are many of us that would just absolutely be thrilled if you would join the club. I'll let you in on a little secret. Until you do, you don't get to graduate. Mm -hmm. You will never leave this plane filled with conflict and suffering as it seems to be until you have lived the experience of walking this earth wholly as the thought of love in form with no other allegiances but to love. You will never leave this plane. You will never take up your cross and follow me. You will spin around again and again and again, only to be confronted by the same need to decide wholly for love. 
and you'll finally look heavenward and say, Father, let's get on with it. Enough time has been wasted. It's gone. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Now I am committed to love. Bring on whatever I must experience to bring up from the depth, the places that I've hid it within me, every obstacle that must yet, must yet be dissolved by the light of the grace of perfect love. And that's exactly what happens. Uh, I experience it. I experience it too. And, and um, yeah. it's that's why uh, yesterday when you and I were talking and I told you, I feel like I've been in this period of refinement mm-hmm. because I've, I see so clearly all of these things that are coming up to be looked at. And it's like, Oh, that's ego. No, oh, that's ego. Yeah. Oh, that's ego. That's ego. That's ego. Check, check, check. And, and not from a, and interestingly enough, it hasn't been um, in a place of judgment no. for the first time. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's been that's just, graceful. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's been a seeing it and then feeling like, Oh, compassion. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. gosh, that was a mistaken yeah. thing to think. I'm releasing that. Yeah. And I'm in, glad. And in doing that, feeling much more open and expansive. Well, I walked in here today and I was like, is your hair different? No, she says. <laughs> like, did you get a facial? <laughs> no, she says. I'm just really happy. Best facial ever. <laughs> right. And yeah. that's, but that's the energy lifting, right? Where it's like, that's the transmutation, transmutation. I can't even talk but. Uh, of all, like that allowance, it's yeah. beautiful. The inner peace, right? It is inner peace. It's inner peace, yeah. and just letting all of these things go. Because, and I know that there's still more. That yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a lifetime of work. I was gonna say it's we're playing the long game here. Yeah, yeah. But how many lifetimes have I already done that I've been like, oh, it let me just matter. create more drama in this short little firefly mm-hmm. blip of a life and. And then come back and do it again and do it again and do it again until now I'm in this lifetime. And I'm like, okay, well, I volunteered to sign up for all of it in one lifetime. Right. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then to forgive it all and let it go and release it and to release and to love and accept people for exactly who they are. And first and foremost, ourselves. Yeah. First and foremost, ourselves. Yeah. Well, and for me, it's been the other way around. But you mean, I found it so much easier to forgive other people and have compassion for other people and be able to see um, the higher good in other people without judgment or without condemnation Mm -hmm. and be able to release it with compassion and forgiveness. But when it came to my own stuff, it was much more difficult for me. That self-judgment that was there, that self-judgment piece was really hard for me. Yeah, I have it the same way. I can forgive other people, but it, my compassion and my tenderness and the gentleness, I, up until I want to say maybe five years ago, like just, I had no optics on it whatsoever. I had no, mm-hmm. none of that. And so then I would run myself really um, in a negative space, in a negative, and even now, like, I'll catch myself saying something, and I'm like, wait, that's not true. It's <laughs> yeah. like, where'd that come from? Because it's sneaky. It's, it's so, so sneaky. sneaky. It's and so I'm like, sneaky. whose belief is this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember. Like, sometimes it's getting down to, like, where I made that agreement with whoever it was that said the thing about me that I believed. 
That's my misunderstanding and my misinterpretation. Mm. And that's where this like taking wholly responsible for yes. your create for your creations. Yes, for my creations, right? Because they just said the words. Yeah. That's it. And like but words have meaning and vibration. Yes, they do. Yes. And they get locked in. And they can get locked in. And these yeah. are the crystallizations that are at the cellular level, which is yes. why we need to sing and drum yes. and take yes. nice baths. And, and use essential oils. And, and yes, and ground and all of it, all right? Of like all of the things. Yeah. The people think are woo-woo. Um, it's not. It isn't. And repattern yourself with positive affirmations of your gene keys. That's well, how I do it. Well, reparenting, too. Yeah. All of that is reparenting. Yeah. Yeah. Because it comes from the family of origin, essentially, you know. You're releasing it across yes. lots of timelines. Lots of timelines. Who mm-hmm. who knows? You yeah, know? we don't know. I don't, and I don't need to. And we don't need to. No, I'm okay not knowing. I but it's this. fascinating to just lean into all of those places and spaces within that, you know, haven't been questioned. Yeah. Let it be dissolved by the light. And this is one thing that yes. you and I say when we pray. Mm-hmm. We'll always say, return it back to the light, back to the nothingness Nothingness from from which it came and transmuted into the highest light for the highest good of all concern. Yeah. Yes. And that's like, that's the prayer right there. That is the prayer. In the grace of perfect That's the living. Yes. It is. It really is. I'll finish this next paragraph and then you can. Okay. You can finish. Oh, we're almost done. Okay, yay. Yeah, we're doing great. And I will do whatever I can from my side of the fence to open up those places, to feel those places, to embrace those places, to love those places, to claim those places as wholly self-created. I will let my parents off the hook. I will let my siblings off the hook. I will let my great, 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 great grandfather off the hook. I will let Adam and Eve off the hook. I'll let the government off the hook, and I'll love myself enough to heal my separation from God. I will be humble enough to recognize that if I'm having an experience, because I know I have made the commitment to healing, then you have indeed, precious Father, brought me all good things. For this moment of experience can be seen through the eyes that recognize that it is but a stepping stone to the perfect peace that I seek. I love this so much because in the work that I do uh, with women, especially with drumming and with sound and with, and using your own sound, what I've seen it is like, I'm a visual thinker. So I've seen it as we have this deep, still pond within us. Yep. And then when we start doing this vibrational work that it's like stomping your foot in it. Mm-hmm. And now all this Ripples. stuff comes whoosh from the bottom up to the conscious level. And so if it's arisen to your consciousness now, it's no longer unconscious. So now we can see it, clear it, heal it, release it, free it, and let it go. And not to be afraid of it. And so that's what this invitation is saying Mm -hmm. is like when you start doing this work, and I think this is so important. This is the shadow work right here. This is total shadow work. That when you start asking Mm -hmm. for growth, when you start asking, I want to be living and embodying Christ consciousness, Mm -hmm. that everything that's not like that is going to come up for you to see. I really appreciate what you're sharing. This has been my practice is to go to the places where I haven't loved myself and to most definitely do the work of loving it and, and figuring out where and why, and, you know, going through my process of asking the questions in order to get to that place of, of having a whole relationship with myself in God. 
Yeah. Like it's, it's fascinating for me. I didn't have the language until literally like this moment. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's it right there. And embracing, like just bring it in, bring it in as scary as it is. Nothing's rejected. Nothing's rejected and nothing's abandoned either. Yes. It's like you can inhabit. Well, the way I have it is that I'm the light in the dark. I'm yeah. the light in the dark and, and I'm able to help people. All those experiences, these experiences, yes. you know, all of this like alternative oh reality of where I wasn't living actually supported me in living. Yeah. And helping others to live too. And this is also, I think, one of the most valuable gifts in sacred friendships. Yeah. Because we get to bring this up in each other too. And we do. And we do. Yeah. That it's so like, good. oh, I'm having a reaction. Mm-hmm. So this is a place where I get to look. Well, and trust. And trust. Like, and embrace it. Yeah. And love this part of myself that's asking for healing. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's just mm-hmm. these little disenfranchised bits of self. That's right. Yeah. So beautiful. I love our alignment. Feel, embrace, love, and claim. My life is no longer mine, for I know not how to correct that one fundamental error, but I can surrender into feeling each moment fully while choosing love anyway. And love will dissolve the pain that I have carried, all because I insisted on trying to separate myself from the source of my being. This little gnat of mine is being put to rest, for the only thing that can shine is Christ. For Christ, the Son of God, the offspring of God, is God's only creation. The rest of it is attributed to you. Even space and time is yours. You, the truth of you, is your Creator's only creation. For you are love, and God creates only that which is like unto Himself. And God is only love. Many of you believe you are on a spiritual path. You will know <laughs> if you are truly if that is true. You will know if that is true by your willingness to feel and experience wholly exactly what is in front of you, moment to moment. What? <laughs> I have goosebumps all over my body. <sighs> Wow. Okay, I feel like this is my next level of growth right here is the the willingness to feel and experience wholly exactly everything right in front of me moment to moment without the need to try to change it. Yeah. Yeah. Try to control it. Mm-hmm. Try to escape from it. Mm-hmm. Try to numb out from it. Try to hide. Try to hide from it. Yeah, try to fight it. Try to run from it. Try to please it. All the ways that we that we yeah. do our fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response as humans. Yeah. But to really like that's such fearlessness. Or how to or avoid it. Or avoid it. Yeah. Or or deny it. Or oh, not the queen of denial. Oh yes. <laughs> Aren't you going to Egypt? I am in February. So hot. Oh, God. You will know 
if it is true by your willingness to feel and experience wholly exactly what is in front of you moment to moment. So if you have, what's that word? Enmity. Enmity. Can we look that up? I'm like, can we look that up? That's an interesting word. Enmity. E-M-M-I-T-Y. Enmity. The state of feeling, the state or feeling of being actively opposed or hostile to someone or something. Opposed. You're opposing or feeling hostile. Being actively opposed. What are the other words that go with that? Hostility, animosity, antagonism, Ooh, friction, opposition, dissension, feud, conflict, discord. Discord. There it is. Yeah, Boom. Discord. Yeah. Discord. So if you have enmity with another... If you have conflict with another, or you sit in your chair and decide to do what you call pray or meditate in order to change the feeling state within yourself, and you arise later and say, there, I'm feeling much better now, but the issue has not been solved with another, nothing has changed. Wow. True story. See how slippery that is? Very slippery. That's slippery right there. Yeah. So interesting. Go, therefore, to the other. Open your heart. Share. Resolve. If you have offended another, ask them for their forgiveness. If you have judged another, admit it. If they're f- Ask for their forgiveness. It is, the, it is only in such a way that you can truly heal the place of conflict within. Beloved friends, the essence of our The essence of this hour's message is quite simple. Where are you now? Are you willing to allow yourself to see everything around you and within you as the doorway to the kingdom of heaven, waiting only for you to acknowledge its presence and to open it? Are you willing to truly be right where you are, holy right where you are? And the mind says, well, of course, I'm on a spiritual path. Rest assured, if you look well into your feelings and find any trace of resistance, you have not yet made the necessary commitment that that gives you the power to open the door. Uh, Integrity. Um, And faithfulness. And faithfulness. That's right. Yes. So, like, how I hear all of this is, like, being present to the moment, saying what is true, asking for forgiveness, perception checking, checking in with my own heart. Feeling clean. Clean as a whistle. No bullshit. That's yeah. what, yeah. This is the no bullshit. It's the no bullshit test. It's the yeah. no bullshit test. Yeah. Woo. So good. Okay. Our last I said that page. out late. You did. I did. Uh, only through feeling do you awaken. Mm. This is for you, Celia. Thank you. Feeling is the message of this lesson, for it is only through feeling that you truly awaken. Concepts and ideas can begin to direct the mind to believe that there is something out there that is attractive, that might even be better than what you've been doing before. But concepts and ideas do not in themselves open the door. They are symbols, and that is all. And a symbol cannot quench your thirst. It is only at the level of genuine feeling that you can once again know the presence of God who dwells within you, around you, and through you even now. 
Feel what you have created as a substitute for truth. Own it, look upon it, and then let it go. Learn that regardless of what choice you have made in the past, that once you have embraced it, once you have felt it, you remain perfectly innocent and imbued with the power to choose again to feel, to learn once again to feel the glorious warmth that permeates the kingdom of heaven. Nothing you do with time can match the importance of what we have shared in this lesson. Nothing you do in the field of time holds a candle to the incredible gift that is waiting for you. Therefore, indeed, use time constructively by deciding to love that love may teach you of itself. Indeed, beloved and holy friends, when you have done this, you will find yourself translated, if you will, into a form that could never possibly be contained by the space and volume of a physical body. I just, I have to say that um, this is what blows my mind about spirit and I'm getting super emotional Good, because uh, this is the work that I needed to do of the opening of my heart and, and coming into my heart and coming back into my body oh, and learning how to feel so deeply. And if I didn't have you, I don't know if I, I would have done that. So God, I feel like God spirit sent us to each other. Oh, well, spirit told me about joy. Uh, I remember you saying I told that. you that. Yeah. I, yeah. And that's well before any of this happened. Any of the, like, knowing you, I had heard of you. And then I was like, well, that's interesting that I, <laughs> to have a person have the name when you're given the words, right? Like, yeah. how, how amazing is that? Sign symbols and synchronicities. I ask for them all the time, the right person, the right conversation, so that I would know that I'm in divine alignment with the will of God. That's the prayer. I'm sharing my practice right yeah, here. Yeah. This and, is my practice. And, and then a, I get you. And I have been so in my head and so analytical and so rational. And I'm very scientific. And, and I'm it has very, served you very oh, well. Oh, it served me so great. Yeah. It has served me so great. I'm so grateful for my brain. I'm so grateful for, sexy my, brain. for my IQ. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so grateful for it. But I'm even more grateful that Spirit sent me you. And I asked by the way. You did? I did. I, I was did like, I said, I need friends besides the Good Time Society. I'm ready for a higher caliber of friends oh, yeah. that are more aligned with spirit mm -hmm. because I was very much, um, I knew there was more. Yeah. I knew there was something else that I couldn't mm -hmm. reach. And it was, and I couldn't reach it because of my own inability to feel it. And I know you remember that conversation I that do we had remember. back in January. So this is how much this growth has happened in I this so year. It's so beautiful that it's unfolding in the beauty of the book. That I had shared with Celia that I said, I I said, I have to confess something to you that I don't feel my heart. I, I remember that. Feel. Right here. We had that whole conversation in this room. And I was like trying to explain it that I'm like, I feel like there's a block and I can't get around it. And I don't know how to, mm. I don't know how to feel deeply. And that is the only way. This feeling is well, the only way. Well, I feel super emotional, and and I know I'm all crying. It's okay. Crying's good, and and we're here to, for that, right? So to be in the moment and say what's true. And for me, I didn't have the voice to speak to the things that we're talking about. I didn't have permission. 
So we've opened this in each other. And we have, so and this ways. has been, this has been the work is like to allow ourselves the space to open in each other. And that's actually the gift that we're offering right now. So gorgeous to me. I, and you were there with me when yes. I popped back in my body. I saw you pop in. And me. if you weren't with me on that trip, I don't know that I would have gone that deep. I don't know that I would have been that vulnerable to allow myself to, to really go deep in the process. Oh, we were so there. Right. And yeah. it's like, and that's, and so it was that, such a gift to go there. I want everybody, this is, and this is what, this is our, I feel like this is the purpose. Yeah, there's purpose here for And sure. the mission. The is love. And the, the purpose <laughs> is love. And build and creating community of women. And like that song that I came up with the other day, I have to share my song with you that was downloaded. Oh, I'm so excited. And Spirit even told me, I got a new phone and Spirit said, download that fo- song off your com- off of your phone onto your computer. Oh, and I'm glad I did because guess what? It got all wiped. I didn't have a backup. <gasps> Whoa! It got wiped. Thank God you listened. I listened. Yeah. And it's a beautiful song. And I was drumming and chanting in my meditation process. And this song just overtook me. And the song I just started singing was Gather, Gather, Gather. Well, that's what we're doing. Gathering. And it was a Gather yeah. the Women, Gather the Women. And yeah. it was like gathering the divine feminine energy. Yeah. And I could feel it so deeply. Mm. I was just crying and I was because I could feel it so mm-hmm. deeply. And so all of this to say, like reading, I think it's funny that I read these first couple of paragraphs of the last page of this book, and you're going to finish this off, but because I'm so grateful for you, because I was just having symbols of it. Like this book was a symbol. And and, and this was the invitation, though, so that I could come here to like be with you. Like, I'm so grateful to read this again with you and to be now embodying it in a feeling way, because I've read it in an intellectual way and have intellectualized it and, oh. and have said from the intellectual standpoint, oh, I do that. I do these things. Yeah. I, do, that, I already do But that. doing them and being them are different things. Exactly. Yeah. And there exactly. we are. And there we are. Yeah. So gorgeous. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to be here to read these things and say things that um, I have wanted to say or I have wanted to share and just didn't feel like I belonged or I could in my in my body, right? Like just all that shedding, all that al- allowing it to go so I could just be the voice of what's present, which is the voice of love, right? Like. And knowing that actually love alchemizes it all, but I just get to be willing to come forward, hold forth is how spirit said, hold forth. And literally in the holding of what's in front of me that I cannot see. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what spirit wants us to do is like in this creation of community and calling in gather, gather, calling in the women to gather. And you know what? I'll find the song and I'll put, I'll put it a little bit at the end of this podcast. I would love that. And, um, love it to share because it really feels like this. It's the, it's the community. It's in community that we can grow. It's in relationship. It's in community. We heal. Yes. You know, if I'm healing myself, I think Mary says that too, is that one person heals something within themselves. It's a ripple effect. Because it's the, well, you know, from a quantum. It's in the quantum field. It's in the quantum, the hundredth monkey effect. When one person, when one monkey monkey. does it. That's what I said. (laughs) I said that too. So that, uh, so that a hundred other monkeys now just by osmosis are healed. Yes. And they don't even have to do any of this stuff. No, you need do nothing. Do nothing. That's right. And Jesus did it first. That's right. 
And thank you. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. And we still breathe that air. Dang, man. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I couldn't let us keep reading without saying that. Well, I just hear radiance. That last sentence that you read, I was like, oh, that's radiance. Mm -hmm. Indeed, beloved and holy friends, when you have done this, you will find yourself translated, if you will, into a form that can never possibly be contained by the space and volume of a physical body. That's light. Yes, it's That's radiance. the light body right there. Yes. You will look upon this entire dimension as a mere temporary learning device. <laughs> and you will set it aside as a child sets aside a toy that has been outgrown. But if you will do it, with deep appreciation and love for the toy that you've played with for so long. And you will carry with you a deep sense of gratitude for everything this physical dimension has brought to you. There will be not one molecule, if you will, of beingness within you that will feel any resentment, any longing, any anger, any remorse for anything. All of your experiences will have become wholly acceptable to you. For it was by such experience that you were finally driven to want only the truth. So from this day forward, you will never again be able to truly convince yourself that all of your attempts to stay distracted or conformed to the world are really accomplishing a thing. You will find that your mind begins to penetrate the unconscious habits you have created in an attempt to hide from what must yet be felt. And you will know perfectly well when you are simply that you are simply deluding yourself. You'll start to smile and go, oh yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> There I go again. Might as well set that aside, plant my feet firmly on the ground, and indeed live with passion for the kingdom of heaven. No. Might as well set aside, said that, might, might as well set that aside, plant my feet firmly on the ground, and indeed live with passion for the truth of the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, for now, beloved friends, be you therefore at peace. We said that this book, The Way of the Heart, that we would indeed speak over more directly and ever more forcefully to you. For the time comes quickly when this planet will not be willing to tolerate untidy house guests that are not willing to vibrate at a frequency of being, to which the planet herself is preparing to move forward. Hmm. Therefore, be not caught by coming home one day and discovering that the landlord has changed the locks and you have not a place to rest your head. Rather, become the living embodiment of love and journey with your Holy Mother into an entirely new dimension of being and never forget to sing, laugh, Dance and play along the way. Amen to that. Be you therefore at peace, beloved and holy friends. Peace then be with you. Amen. Amen.
Shlama alaikum. Mm. What a beautiful, beautiful second half of this chapter. So relevant to everything that we're going through right now. And I love this right now. When this book was written, this was written in the 80s, I believe he wrote this book. And it took him a long time to publish it. And um, I mean, it might have been the 90s. I don't know. Anyway, it was before all of the stuff that we're going through now. So this right here where it says... The time comes quickly when this planet will not be willing to tolerate untidy house guests that are not willing to vibrate at the frequency of being. That's right. To which the planet herself is preparing to move forward. Well, she's no longer preparing to move forward. She, she is, is moving, moving forward. forward. We are in this vibration. And this is about changing your vibration. And that's what's happening. And I think that's what Vibrazor is all about. That is what Vibrazor is it's all about. It's holding it forward. Yes. Assisting the planet on the planetary ascension and activating the deep love so with that we are going to wrap because this has been a long it's episode. a long one so much juicy sharing so much juicy sharing. i so appreciate you and dear listeners i so appreciate you thanking thank you so much for being here yes we hope that this has helped inspire you to grow and oh one cool thing yes i forgot um Joy and I were having a conversation earlier about recording and and also taping so that we can post on YouTube. Future episodes. Future episodes so that you can actually connect with us in a different way. Yeah, you can see us and get yeah. our, feel our vibration that way. Yeah. And, and see all of our silliness. Yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's true. I edit out a lot of these things, let me tell you. <laughs> and that, so that would be the thing, right? Like yeah. we maybe discover that. and It's fun. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. All right. We just appreciate you. Thank you for being with us. And if you haven't already purchased your tickets for Vibrazor, there will be a link below where you can check it all out. We encourage you to, to look and, and commit. Gather, gather, gather all yeah. the women. This is the call. In, calling yeah. in all the light workers And all, all the, the lovers. All the lovers, all the high vibrational beings to come and add your energy and your vibration because it matters. All it right. Does. We love you. Be well.
like this. If you enjoyed this content, please like, share, and subscribe and leave a review on our website, wewokeuplikethis.com. And we invite you to come activate the world with us at our inaugural event, Vibraiser. Our mission is one billion voices raising the vibration of the planet to love. And our vision is to create a cosmic wave of love that ripples around the world and out into the cosmos. Your voice and your energy matter. Come participate in this divinely inspired event that is part ceremony, part concert, part dance, all joyful and fun. It is 122-23 in Mesa, Arizona, and you can find tickets at vibrazer.com. And this first event is featuring the amazingly talented Ma Muse and... For our conscious dance party, DJ Taz Rashid. See See you there. there. Thanks for listening. Bye.